0: Welcome ladies to our online Bible study. This week we are doing restoring the creator-creature relation. Restoring signifies there is something out of whack that needs to be renewed and returned back to its original state. A lot of times when we have relationships out of whack, it is because of the sin nature. It is usually caused by someone taking their focus off God in focusing on themselves Tozer says the cause of all of our human miseries is a radical moral dislocation and upset in our relation to God and to each other so what happened to that relationship what caused that relationship to deteriorate the fall of man was the beginning of the deterioration in the creator creature relationship romans 125 shows us how we exchange the truth of god for a lie and end up serving the creator rather than the creature it is only through a proper relationship with our creator that we can experience true happiness so what can restore our relationship with our creator Let's look at 2 Corinthians 5, verse 17. It says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Essentially, salvation is the restoration of a right relationship between man and his creator. The scripture says, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. When a, when a person truly believes in Christ, God places and positions him in Christ, in all that Christ is. We need to walk in His Spirit and live our lives in Christ day by day, keeping our focus on God and not on ourselves. Romans 8 uh, verses 1 and 4 shows us that we need to walk according to the spirit and not according to flesh verse 1 says there is therefore no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit it goes on to say in verse 4 that the righteous requirement of the law might be fulfilled in us who do not walk according to the flesh but according to the spirit when we sin against God we need to ask for forgiveness as it shows in First John one nineteen. if we confess our sins he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness Scripture teaches us that we are to be denying ungodliness and worldly lust. We should live soberly, righteously, and godly in this present world, as it shows in Titus 2.12. Our lives should bear the fruit of the Spirit, as it shows in Galatians 5.22-23. Tozer spoke, of the importance of a fixed center against which everything else is measured so what do we fix our center on what do we measure everything by we must begin with God God is the only one that we should measure everything by Malachi 3 6 says for I am the Lord I do not change God doesn't change, and he is the only one that can say that. We don't want to measure something that changes all the time, right? It is not going to work. There is no change possible in God. God never differs from himself. If we can get a hold of this, God can be an anchor to us in the storm, a hiding place in danger. If we could keep our focus on God and look through the eyes of the world, then the world would be a better place. Those storms that come, and when we keep our focus on God, He will see us through them. Remember who God is. Exodus 3 verse 14 says, And God said to Moses, I am who I am. He said, Those you shall say to the children of Israel, I am, has sent me to you. I am who I am. Remember, ladies, who God is. He is all-powerful, all-sufficient, all-knowing, and He never changes. Unfortunately, Most of our difficulty stems from trying to put God into a box, trying to modify God to bring Him nearer to our image and what we expect rather than worshiping God for who He is and adjusting our lives accordingly. There is a video that shows that God as a vending machine Now as believers, we know that God is not a vending machine, yet many times he gets reduced in our lives to one. We seek out bits of God rather than surrendering all to him. Ladies, we need to surrender our lives to God. To get to know him experientially, we will find an unspeakable joy. We need to stop putting God in a box and acknowledge God for who he is. We are right when and only when we stand in a right position relative to God. And we are wrong so far as long as we stand in any other position. Anyone who might feel reluctant to surrender his will should remember Jesus' words in John eight thirty four. he says Jesus answered them most assuredly I say to you whoever commits sin is a slave to sin we must of necessity be servant to someone it's going to be either to God or to sin Tozer says the sinner prides himself on his independence, completely overlooking the fact that he is the weak slave of the sins that rule his members. The man who surrenders to Christ and exchanges a cruel slave driver for a kind and gentle master whose yoke is easy and whose burden is light. So what is the proof of what or whom we are serving. We can see through the choices that we make day after day. Where is your focus? Do you exalt God above everything else in our lives? Nothing will or can restore order till our hearts make the great decision, God will be exalted above everything in my life. Psalms twenty one thirteen says, Be exalted, O Lord, in your own strength. We will sing and praise your power. Unlike how Tozer said, Psalms twenty one thirteen is the language of victorious scriptural experience. It is a little key to unlock the door to great treasures of grace. It is central in the life of God in the soul. When we exalt God with our life and our lips together, now I am talking about when our actions meet up with our words of praise exalting our Creator, life will cease to be complicated. We will rest totally in God's loving arms. It is important Ladies, to give God his proper honor. Sometimes we give others honor that really should have gone to God. Sometimes we take the credit ourselves and honor ourselves when in actuality the honor should have gone to God. Revelations 4.11 says, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will... They exist and were created. We owe God every honor that is in our power to give Him. 1 Samuel 2:30 says, For those who honor me, I will give honor. John 12:26 says, If anyone serves me, let him follow me, and where I am, there my servant will be also. If anyone serves me, him my father will honor notice in these verses that it shows that when we honor god he will honor us we also see in scripture how there are consequences when we do not honor god in first samuel chapter 4 we see the consequences of not showing god honor Eli and his sons are placed in the priesthood with the stipulation that they honor God in their lives. This they failed to do, and God sends Samuel to announce the consequences. Eli and his two sons dishonored the ark of God and used it as a lucky charm instead of showing reverence. Because of their dishonor, Israel was defeated there was a great slaughter where eli's two sons died and the ark fell into the hands of the enemy when eli heard this he fell off the seat backward and broke his neck and died this tragedy was due to eli's failure to honor god ladies we really need to watch our motives we need to ask am I giving God honor or am I taking the honor for myself Tozer also shows us how when we honestly try to glorify God in our earthly walk that God winks at weakness and overlooks failures as he pours grace upon his servants as we have seen with Abraham, Jacob, David and Daniel the man of God set his heart to exalt God above all God accepted his intentions as fact and acted accordingly not perfection ladies but holy intention made the difference we are not perfect but God does look at our intent He knows what our intention of our heart is. The whole course of the life is upset by failure to put God where he belongs. We exalt ourselves instead of God and the curse follows. In our desire after God, we need to keep in mind that God also has a desire towards us. That we would make the once for all decision to exalt Him over all, to surrender over total being to Him, and show Him honor and glory in everything that we do. This God above all position is not easy to do. The mind may approve, it will not have the consent of the will to put it into consent to effect ladies we still have a sin nature and it will get in the way we may desire to exalt god above everything but we need his help to do this it is through his power that we defeat the sin nature but the more we rip out the things in our lives that take the place of god the more we will draw closer to God. God sees our heart and he knows our intentions. Tozer says, While the imagination races ahead to honor God, the will may lag behind and the man must make the decision before the heart can know any real satisfaction. God wants the whole person and he will not rest till he gets us in entirety. No part of the man will do. Ladies, we need to surrender all of our life to God and give Him the glory for everything in our lives. We need to throw ourselves at the feet of Jesus and mean every word we are saying. We need to ask God to help us surrender all to Him, to help us live in His glory. We need to recognize that God is the I Am. He is our Creator, our Savior, our Provider. He deserves all of our love and respect. Shall we pray with Tozer's Prayer? O oh God, be Thou exalted over my possessions. Nothing of earth's treasures shall seem dear unto me if only thou art glorified in my life be thou exalted over my friendships I am determined that thou shalt be above all thou I must stand deserted and alone in the midst of the earth be thou exalted above my comforts though it mean the loss of bodily comforts and the carrying of heavy crosses I shall keep my vow Made this day before thee. Be thou exalted over my reputation. Make me an ambitious to please thee, even if as a result I must sink into obscurity and my name be forgotten as a dream. Rise, O Lord, into the proper place of honor above my ambitions above my likes and dislikes, above my family, my health, and even my life itself. Let me sink that thou mayest rise above. Ride forth upon me as thou didst ride into Jerusalem, mounted upon the humble little beast, a colt, the fowl of an ass. And let me hear the children cry to thee, Hosanna in the highest. Amen. Ladies, I look forward to doing this study with you. And until we meet again next week, may God bless you. Bye-bye.